What's up, world? How we doing? How we living? Under now perception, episode 105, brother from the same mother. Un ciento y cinco. Ciento y cinco. I used to, before I was, uh, you know, because our first language was Spanish, right? Yeah. So I used to, you know, but it was just, we just grew up talking in the house and people around, but we didn't have the academic side of it. Not until I started, you know, going to Spanish classes in college just to, because I was going to minor in Spanish, but I didn't. Um, I realized it's like, I used to always say ciento cinco, and it's no, it's ciento y cinco. Really? I've never known yeah, that. Ciento y cinco. Ciento, ciento y, y cinco. Seis. Ciento y ocho. Ciento y nueve. Yeah. Cien, uh, ciento y diez. Ciento diez. That'll be different. Ciento diez. Okay. But yeah, wow. man. Uh, well, at least that's how I'm remembering. Maybe I'm wrong. But I think, I think that's what it is. It helps and it doesn't help at times. Because when I would hear um, nieto, nieta, yeah. I would think niece, nephew. Because it's an N. But it's right. grandson. It's grandson, yeah. Right, but it helps us when it comes to like... And I still struggle with that because Sobrino is nephew. And Sobrino. it makes no sense, right? But but then you got like pedicure, manicure, and we know it's patas. Or pies. Excuse me, pies, <laughs> right, right, right? right? Pies and manos, right? Manicure. Right. But shit, bro, what's 105 backwards? 105 backwards, 501. You're, besides your favorite jeans, that's my birthday. That's the Levi, so it is, huh? May 1st, homie. You're the day born, my mom was water You were born the Levi? In the Levi month. <laughs> the Levi day, huh? The Levi day. Yeah, yeah. May 1st, that's right. Those what time, we know what time you were born at? I don't know, man. I need to ask my mom. That's good information to know right there. I think I was born at, I don't know. I guess I don't remember either. It was 8 at night or 8 in the morning. I forget. I think I was a night baby. I think I gave my mom trouble. Okay. From what I heard. And still, you're still living up to that reputation. Still doing it. Still, <laughs> still doing that shit, baby. So what's up, man? How, you you feel you f- you look good. You sound good. I see yeah, some, man. So talk to me, man. How's your week been going, man? What you been we, getting we into? We've been alright, man. Uh, not too much, man. I've been kind of lazy, so it's not like I've been doing too much. You know, I've just been, you know, watching TV and shows, man. Unfortunately, um, so not too much to write home about, man. Just been. Just been laying low, man. Seriously. Okay, okay. Playing some guitar here and there, but I should be reading more things like that, but I haven't picked up the books, even though I have a plethora of them to, to go through. Do you, when, do you catch yourself in the act? What do you mean? Like, do you get that thought, like, in the act of, like, just laying, sitting down and watching TV? Like, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Me? Walk me through that thought process. How does that go for you? So it's like, uh, so for example, if I'm watching something... And I'm enjoying it and all that. Then sometimes I'll be like, hey man, why don't you just fucking turn off the TV? Either play some guitar or read a book. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I just don't do it. Damn, bro. How that's, about you, man? That's your that's your inner voice telling you, yo, bro, let's get this bitch going. Exactly. Um, Yeah, nah, bro. Like, I'll listen to it sometimes. But I'll have my days like, uh, today I woke up. I think I woke up like at 4 30 and, and i had the thought get up and just hit the fucking gym right now but then i turned over and looked at my son i was like nah i'm gonna stay in bed okay so i gave myself an excuse but yeah man but i had my days as well <laughs> but it, but i mean that's for your son though you know yeah because what's the the follow-up out of that why when you say your son um why just so i could just enjoy like laying with him 
Yeah. I mean, that sounds to me like that's a perfect decision. Yeah. If you were right. obese or something, you're making an excuse, but you're in great shape. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's completely valid, man. I think yeah. that's the right decision. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because like, but like in the grand scheme of things, it's like I, I need to get up earlier because I feel like I could, uh, I could do more and I could potentially spend more time with him when he's awake. Right. Okay. And I could get my day going, doing something I love, empowering myself before I get on the ground with whomever I'm working for at the moment. Got you. So I wanna I wanna establish that and I and I think I had that calling this morning and I didn't fucking take the call. But man, what a what a what a way to make me look bad even more. The example <laughs> you used. I was like, Oh yeah, I was watching T V and then I just told myself, Oh, I'll read a book or something. And I don't, and you're like, shit, I was gonna get up. I was gonna get up at four thirty and work out. But I looked at my son, I was like, I should stay in bed with my son. <laughs> Huge, man. What a comparison, man. Shit, bro. Not even close. <laughs> so speaking of uh you were at home and laying in bed, man, you were talking about you caught someone in the act doing something around your property. Yeah, man. So it's been going on for like since like October, November, like you know, in the in the area where I live, right right in front, like I have like some some plants or whatever next to my garage. And I'd always notice like these pieces of shit. And I always notice like my neighbor having a dog to the far left of where I live and always hearing barking. And that's the only dog I would hear. Okay. But me, you know, being a good person, not being assumptive, seeing cats everywhere. I'm like, okay, you know, I've, I've never owned pussy. I've never bought pussy before, so I don't know what, what the what the cat shit looks like compared to dog shit. So right, I can't, right. Can't really assume. So last week, bro, Mercy was like putting the kids in the in the car, and then for some reason, I was gonna go talk to her. Yeah. So I walk outside, and as soon as I walk outside, I bump into my neighbor, and her dog is literally taking a shit on the far right part of my property. And she's not with her dog? It's off the leash? Yeah, he's off, the dog's off the leash, and then the dog takes a shit, and then she, she immediately says, oh, hi, good morning, and her dog runs up to me, and she said, oh, he's saying hi. I was like, oh, hey, what's up? And I was like, hey, by the way, I mean, I don't mind you not picking up your dog's shit, but don't do it right here, because I have kids. I was right. like, I don't want my son or my daughter to pick it up or step on it. At times, I get flies freaking flying in front of my house because of the, the dog right, shit. Right, right. And it's, like, it's not like you need, that, that even matters. Like, you need to explain that. And she immediately... It's enough to be like, dude, she, what are you had, doing? She had an admitted, admittance, is that is that the word? Admittance of guilt? Where she admitted being guilty? Okay. Because opposed to her questioning what I said, she immediately said, oh, it's probably my boyfriend. I'm so sorry. In my head, I'm like, bitch, I got you. And then what she did, she pick it up immediately? Did she even have bags? Yeah, yeah, she went over to get a bag, she picked it up, and then I haven't seen no dark shade in my area since. So Well that was when? That was last week when I caught her. Jeez man, people I mean obviously she let the dog go to go yeah. poop there. Yeah, and I'm not the person that's gonna go fucking hit up the HOA person and be like, yo, uh someone's taking his shit here, blah blah. I'm gonna tell you in person. I'm gonna be respectful, I'm not gonna go with the person that does this because it's it's tidbit shit, you know, like from a person to an, from a human to a human, I'm sure you will appreciate that me telling you straight up. I kind of yeah, saw but, it. But her those though. individuals, I don't yeah. think that's something that even needs to be said. 
why are they allowing their dogs to do that? Dog well, owners do that. A lot of dog owners do that all the time. It's awful. Like when I caught the person at my place doing that. Uh, I remember you talking about that. Like a, couple, like a year and a half ago. She's the only one that had like a dog here. It's a little dog, Chance. And I would always hear it, but it would always be like, I wouldn't, I would never catch it. It was always on the back part and there would all be, be a poop. And I was like, man, I can't wait to catch one day, one day. And then one time, I love having to be up and I saw and it just finished pooping. I went out there and I turned to the right because she lives to the right of me. And she was there and she walked inside with the door open. And I was like, excuse me, excuse me. Aye. So when I rang the doorbell, she's like, ah. She acted all hysterical. She acted all hysterical. I'm like, I'm sorry, I mean, your dog just pooped. Can you pick it up? Okay, okay. And ever, ever since then, it never happened after that. Oh, my but God. But, dude, it's just ridiculous. How gross is that? It's fucked up, bro. It's fucked up. Next time that happens, I'm just going to look at the dog and be like, tell your owner to pick up her shit. <laughs> no, but, like, it would be funny, like, thinking about that if she does it again or... Or if your neighbor does it again, I want to get my Adam Sandler on and get a brown bag. Right. Put the dog feces in there, light it up, ring their doorbell, and just have them come out and, and stomp that shit. That's what my friends told me to do. They're like, hey, pick it up, put it in a bag, and put it in front of her place. Light that bitch on fire. <laughs> and then, do you remember what they say when the old man, like, stomps that brown bag out? No. Adam Sandler, because he says, um, he's all, who put this poop here? And then Adam Sandler's like, he called this shit poop. <laughs> Which movie was that? Random Thought. Billy Madison. Oh, Billy Madison. Okay. Yeah, dog. Oh, but that's good, man. I'm glad you talked to her and I hope uh, it doesn't happen again. Yeah, man. No, it won't happen again. Especially because you caught them. For real, bro. But uh, it was funny. Yesterday, my son has like um, this little snack tray that he like unscrews and he screws back together. Okay. And for some apparent reason, he like caught his thumb in between it. Okay. And he just started crying. And okay. Like, I had to like unscrew it and I had to kiss it. It was stuck? Yeah, just hit, it just it just nipped his skin a little bit. Okay. Yeah, so he just got a little startled. And then I and then like Mercy and I always have to like kiss his little wound so he could feel better. Okay. Kiss the boo boo. Kiss the boo boo. And then it it made me think about uh our dad, how our dad would always do that little thumb trick. Okay. Where he pretends like his thumb's broken and he's able to move it. Yeah, that illusion where he puts like the index fingers in front of the thumb and the other one and moves it. Yeah. That part. Right. Yeah, so that thought and it brought me back to like six-year-old Renato, bro. Right. With my son crying and me kissing it. And then I was like, oh! And then I started doing it to him like, look. Oh, and he loved it? And I would be like, I'm like, oh. And he would just fucking roll like Hell yeah. And I was like, damn, like that's what my pops would do. Right. And I just relived it as as my dad. Right. As the dog. Right. You passed it on. You passed it on. Yeah, bro. And I was just tripping out. I was like, I turned around to Mercy and I was like, damn, I haven't had that thought in a while. I actually forgot my dad would do that. Yeah, man, that's some wild stuff, dude. I was like, I'm gonna talk about this shit on the podcast. I'm gonna write this shit down real quick. <laughs> Yeah, so that's how it happened yesterday, exactly. Do you, uh, what do you think your earliest memory is that you remember? Or well, at least that we tell ourselves it's our earliest memory. Dude, it's Waka's memory. Or your first memory. Or Mercy whatever. says she remembers her second birthday, bro. That's wild, man. Yeah, like me, I <sighs> Most people say that you don't remember until At like you're three or four or something. Yeah, four or five, right? But what uh, am I to say? For me, my earliest memory. 
No, bro. I don't know. I have a lot. I guess you could think on it. The, my earliest memory that I've told myself since I was young was, and who knows if it is, but was playing in a park when we used to live in Los Angeles, MacArthur Park, and playing on the sand and jumping on there. They had like uh, wooden logs, you know, standing up as kind of like a step, yeah. but they had it like in the sand playground. I mean, like jumping on those. But I don't know if that was just a picture and me thinking about that. But the point is, that's why I feel was a memory of mine, like my earliest memory. That's wild. So like for me, like I just think about traumatic events. Okay. I don't think about anything positive. Like, like for me, what comes to mind is like when mom cut my hair. Like I vividly remember that. I vividly remember like how scared I was. Also, I remember one time in elementary elementary school or, or preschool I'm not sure asking the teacher if I go to the bathroom and they didn't let me and I just remember pissing through my sweats oh okay like, so like I literally just picture like looking down at my seat I'm just looking at my thighs and just urine everywhere wow okay so like those are like the earliest memories but I would have to really think about it cause I I can't put an age to it bro so if that's before first grade I'm probably five and a half six years old and teach, teachers used to shame kids all the time. We used to pull cards. Yeah. Like, for example, like, so this is what I wanted to talk about when Alfred's on the podcast, but there's like a system where every student had a number and everyone had like five cards. Okay. So you would have a green card. At and first, a yellow, then a blue, red, whatever. And then red would be the worst one. And then, yeah. like, if you did something the teacher didn't like, they'd be like, Pull the card. Shame you in front of everybody. Pull your card. And then once you get to, like, the red card, you would have to go to the principal's office. Okay. So, like, I remember this very vividly. I'm talking about vividly, I'm about to say, I don't know if it was the third grade or fourth grade. Fucking funny. I'm going to say it was third grade, Miss Ives' class. So, we had a, a, uh, a peer named Lindsay, I believe was her name, and her mom uh, came to talk about teas or whatever. Like teas, like bring your mom to school or whatever. Yeah. And me and Alfred, we were like, we're best friends at the time. That was the year we met each other. And um, we were sitting next to each other. And for some reason, bro, we kept saying the word butt cheeks. Okay. And that was just funny. And every time he would say butt cheeks, I would fucking laugh out loud you'd just be hysterical drop this motherfucker dropped butt cheeks like five times in a row okay and i just remember like pulling all my cars getting sent to the principal's office okay talking to mr hawkins in wanted elementary school like and he's questioning me like why are you acting like this in my head i'm like i don't know and then we were just staring at each other for like 30 minutes and he just told me to leave that little time out little time out yeah I remember when I was, uh, one of the things that I remember in elementary school was in first grade. I don't know, I saw the story before or whatever, but man, they were ruthless teachers back then. Um, but you learn, right? So, uh, and obviously it sticks with you because I haven't thought about this until you brought up that story. They, uh, we, every morning we do the Pledge of Allegiance. Right? Yeah, I remember that. So we're standing Did up. you just say it for Richard Stans? Instead of no. For Richard Stans? Okay. Uh, so we stood up, we're doing the Pledge of Allegiance, and I guess I'm not doing it. I'm just like looking around or something. 
she stops, she makes a whole class sit down and makes me do it by myself. Are you serious? And I, of course I started crying because you're getting all the attention in first grade. You know, you were not people that wanted attention, right? <sighs> so I remember that and I was like, oh man, that was rough. It's like, hey. The uh, kids forget right away. I, right? I mean, I get it, it's patriotic, but you know my parents came from Mexico? You know, I don't just, know this shit. Yeah, man, they just, you know, sometimes the teachers just want to lay into you. You know, instead of understanding, like, dude, well, you're you're six years old. Did you yeah. guys have the the dot process? What is that? The dot. So, in our playground, so when we would go to recess, there would be like yellow circles throughout the ground, right? Okay. Just yellow dots. Right. Right. Everywhere randomly, and whenever you would get in trouble by a teacher, and she wanted to make like a mockery out of you, she'd example. be like, "You have to sit in the dot." Okay. For recess. And I remember I had a, uh, a peer, her, the, the vice principal, she was such a fucking bitch. She ended up getting fired. Okay. Um, she ended up putting this kid on the dot where the sun was beaming. Great. It's awesome. And then, Jeez. He, and then the kid, like within two minutes, his fucking nose just fucking started bleeding, bro. Damn. And then I remember his mom, cause his mom his mom and my mom were close, so that's okay. why I know the story. And his mom just went AWOL on her, bro. Okay. But I was just like, fuck, dude. dude like, so teachers take advantage. Public school system just takes advantage of you, bro. Well, I don't know if it's just necessarily just only public school. It could man. be private, too. Yeah, the thing is, it, but like I mean, that. obviously things have changed and stuff now. But man, I was, you look back, man, it was like, because it was kind of like at that time, parents were like, hey, man, you raise my son when they're there. And the teachers used to be able to like have, uh, you know, uh, basically a blank check, man. A blank check. At that time to do whatever they wanted. I mean, I guess it wasn't... Mold you how they want. Yeah, man, that was some... I'm sure I could remember a lot more stuff. I just can't think of anything at this time right now. Actually, I remember there was a... uh, The... uh, And this actually, this worked for me, but I don't know if people will find it bad, but this was in... I believe it was... Second grade. So, no, no, I'm sorry. This first grade, the other story was second grade, I think. Whatever. So, like, uh, I remember this teacher's name is Bergen. There was a, after recess one day, we all came in, right? Blah, blah, blah. And then she said, no, wash your hands. Everyone sit down, blah, blah, blah. And she was passing the cookie around everyone. One of those, like, one of those, like, you know, like it's uh, cookies that have like some frosting and like those little dots, little candy dots or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like all those cookies. It looks like sea salt. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, uh, and I remember she like, show me your hands to every kid. And wow. the ones that had dirty hands, she didn't pass it to. And then she used that as an example of racism, of color. <laughs> and then she said, okay, go wash your hands and I'll give it to you. She's all, see how that was not fair? But man, I'm like, what are you trying to say? Her hands are dirty? But it's basically saying like, oh, if you looked different from someone else. Did she else. pick on the black kids? Uh, no, she was trying to give an example of how racism is. That bad. did not look right. Yeah, right? <laughs> but as a kid, but as a kid, it got in my head, you know? Damn. Yeah, shit's wild, bro. Because it kind of sucks too. Like these teachers are unpaid. They're probably stressed out. So well, they're, they're not going to put... I mean, they're paid. They just don't get paid that well. They're unpaid, yeah. So they're just they're not going to yeah. give a fuck as much as they should, bro. And that's scary, dog. Especially when some of them aren't passionate. They're on their way out. You know, that's detrimental for the youth, man. But I could give a lot of ups to a lot of great teachers, man. You know, and also, I mean... And obviously, we always can remember all the negative stuff. 
Yeah. It's not as much as the positive stuff, but um, one of my closest friends right now, she was my teacher in high school. Mm. And she's, she's incredible, man. Yeah, she's yeah. a great teacher, and we established a friendship, and to this day, we're still friends. I mean, it's rare, though. I mean, I have a few... Well, that's cool you have a relationship with her, but I have yeah. a few uh, teachers from high school that I still remember to this day that, that made an impact on me. Right, and it's hard to remember the positive stories, right? No, like, like Mr. Woods, psychology, and uh -huh. Chino High, he was my favorite teacher, bro. Okay. Like I never experienced an environment like that where, you know how uh, you face the front of, your desk faces one side of the, of the classroom, right? right? One side of the wall. Once a week, what he would do is he would have um, one side of the desks face the other side of the desks. So it's like... Half the class is facing the other half of the class. Right, right, right. Like, like there, and he'd be in the middle. Or and something. he would turn off the lights, and he would say, "Whatever is said here cannot be said outside of the classroom." So if anyone ever has to vent or say anything or talk about anything, please respect it. And then I just remember a girl talking about like her relationship, and then crying like I've cheated on my. Board, like this is a freshman girl saying okay and in my head I'm like what the fuck being exposed to like people are venting with each other he's created an environment where the best ability is vulnerability and, and I was very like it struck a good chord with me okay like, damn that's legit dude right yeah so I, I really remember that and I remember he yeah, that's pretty pretty uh pretty out there though you know because I'm sure a lot of negative things can come from that he was very out there but that's what I loved about him um, he hated Steven bro he fucking hated Steven I remember he would I remember we would be like Steven he don't like you because he got earrings dog I wonder why you didn't like him <laughs> Steven's like chill man yeah love Steven yeah because Steven was in my class yeah because there was this one time nah I ain't even gonna say that okay but it's but a um, good story too no it was a great story but, um, cause that, that was the story that got Steven kicked out of the class. But, um, he was, he, I remember him saying something that resonated with me that sometimes to this day, we all don't do so. So he said, is there someone in this classroom that you see outside of this classroom that you don't acknowledge? And it made me think about, cause like sometimes I go to the gym and I see like a, a familiar face that I used to talk to at the old gym, right? Some dude, but I don't talk to him at this gym. Why is that? Right. You know what I'm saying? Is that something that we don't want to be looked at like, oh, I remember you, blah, blah, blah. Or why do we not acknowledge people that we used to acknowledge? Right. Or like someone we know in a classroom and we, in a passing period, we don't acknowledge them. Yeah. Why is that? Why do you think that happens? I don't know. I really don't know, man. I think there, there's various... I mean, it's just the, the, the simplest answer, right? It'd be like, it depends on the individual. We just get accustomed to certain things or we don't yeah. want to strike up a conversation. Yeah. What's wild is this happened sometime back with me. I was out in Fontana and uh, I ordered some pizza, right? So I was like, oh, let me go pick it up because like, it was like, it's only like a block and a half away. Mm -hmm. And instead, and the delivery was to be like six bucks. I was like, what the hell no? Doesn't make any sense, but I'm just getting one large. Why do I want yeah. to get six bucks for delivery? So I went in there, and uh, then the dude that walked from the back of the office to go to the register, I was like, immediately I was like, this guy looks familiar. 
I was like, in my head, and I remembered, I was like, is it Jimmy? I was like, but no, it just looks like him. And then he got the receipt, he looked at me, and he got the receipt, he's like, it sounds, so your name sounds familiar. Did you go to Don Lugo? Ah, uh, he said it. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, uh, yeah, man, I was like, uh, Jimmy? He's like, yeah, what's up, dude? And we kind of just shook hands and Jeez. gave each other, like, a hug. But we weren't ever, we weren't even friends. Like, we didn't hang, we hung out a few times, but he was a good friend of other of my friends when I used to hang out with So he skaters. knew of you. So that no, yeah, we had hung out a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like at parties or whatever, or at or people's houses, because he was friends with the skater guys that I knew. And it was a while, man. I was like, hey, what's up, man? And, uh, so how you been? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, I'm working here. But uh, he's like, but you know, he's like, it's a, but he's like, it's not my only job. I'm working to be an account manager for uh, this rehab place. That's bad. So I'm like, good man, congratulations, man. And it was, you know, I almost was like, well, let's exchange numbers. But I also didn't because I was like, well, we never hung out. It's been. But years. isn't it weird you saw him? There's a reason, and there's a reason why he said it. So when shit like that happened, I'm just like, give me your, let's switch IGs or shoot me your number, dog. Right. Because you never know what could build off of that. There's a reason why. That's very true. You meet Maybe people, I should hit up that place again and, and be like... Oh, That's okay. crazy, though. Like, And there's a reason why he brought it up. You thought right. about it and you got hesitated. Because I, I wasn't sure. I was like, it's been so long. I was like, That's him? See, and then he that said... Doesn't you think that we're all connected, bro? Oh, like, I know we're all, all connected. For because sure. when you think about it, too, when you're driving, you could fucking feel people looking at you and you look. But I've also so have weird. felt that and I look, they're not looking. <laughs> so it's just in my head. Or like you think your phone vibrates but it doesn't? Right. Like bro, I was at the gym earlier and like I took my phone off right and I left it on the floor and I thought my phone vibrated in my pocket and it wasn't even in my pocket. I'm <laughs> like, am I just fucked up right now? Like what the fuck? <laughs> man, speaking of like people being connected and uh, compassion, man, that, that, Dem the, that Damar Hamlet situation. And I mean, obviously, the calling it a situation is not even the, the right word, man. That the tragic freaking event that occurred. Yeah, man. It was, uh, yeah, it was it was wild because, like, I wasn't really watching the game, but I had it on in the background. And then when I heard um, the announcers say they've been performing CPR for nine minutes, I was like, what? And then, like, I'm looking at our group chat, and they're like, dude, he's dead. And I'm like, what? dead because when I when I when I saw the replay my first thought was okay uh, it was a delayed concussion that's what I immediately thought first like okay he hit someone because I always felt like these helmets fucking suck like they have aftershocks or whatever like what happened to two against the Bills same team and uh, so when he got up and he fell, I was like, okay, so it was probably just like a, a aftershock of a concussion or something. And then when I saw it again, I was like, did he have a heart attack? And then, as you already know, like, whenever they use... Um, the fibrillators? That, that word. Yeah, when they say clear and CPR, that's literally the last resort. So I'm like, this dude had, a, he went into cardiac arrest. I don't know if they used defibrillators because they haven't released that, but I know for sure they did CPR and they were pounding on his chest. For nine minutes, bro. But it's, uh, yeah, man, I mean, and obviously the, all the news has come out that it was a cardiac arrest. Yeah. I wonder if it was the hit that did it or if it was going to happen anyways. I mean, obviously the hit had something to do with it, right? He probably got hit at that, at a certain spot where it caused that because, I mean, what would be the coincidence that he had a, cardiac arrest at that moment mm -hmm. so there's a lot of speculation I mean there's there's a lot of 
lot of layers to the onion. Um, like, there's a speculation that, you know, it's a one in a million hit where it hits, like, your heart in a specific spot that right. causes it to, like, go, like, people that get into car accidents and the airbag deploys and it hits your heart, you could potentially die like that. Right. Because of the impact, right? Yeah. And then there's another layer as well where they, where, you know, because obviously it's going to come because sports got very political, right? When COVID came and then they, they started pushing vaccines, right? Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm, I'm saying the extra layer to the onion because it was really big last year where they had the rules and regulations, the stuff Aaron Rodgers would talk about. Right, right, right. You know, like 95% of the league is vaxxed. Um, if you're not vaxxed and you get someone sick, uh, you're going to be suspended and your team could lose, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those are the stipulations. So there, there's a thought out there, there's a theory out there that he was vaccinated and potentially that caused him to have a cardiac arrest. I mean, I think that's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I think 100% that's ridiculous. I think that's people trying to push their agenda and using a tragic situation like this to try to push their agenda based off no scientific fact. Mm. I mean, to me, it, it's to me, it's pretty low. I think it's kind of like unspeakable, man, for someone to push their agenda because that happened connected to the facts. Mm. Yeah, man, I think it's that's pretty pretty awful. Yeah, pretty like, awful. If, if I'm if I'm an NFL player, yeah, I'm gonna speak for myself. If I'm an NFL player, I'm gonna take everything into consideration. I'm gonna take the one in a million hit into consideration. I'm going to take that theory of the vaccine into consideration because it's my life. It's me. You know, I don't mm -hmm. feel like, how can I word this? I would be scared to go out there and play if something like this happened already. So I'm going to, I'm going to demand answers. I'm going to demand blood work. I'm going to demand all of that. And I'm, and that's what I would do. And, and I'm sure there's a lot of players that, potentially feel like that you know and that's how I feel about the situation um, you know what I mean we'll, we'll find out when it unfolds we'll see what happens but yeah it was a it was a wild event man it's been a it's been a crazy year already with all the shit that's happening with a lot of people well I mean I think it seems like I don't know man I don't I don't it just seems like every year is difficult and I think every year things happen to people so that's why I don't know if like, you know, this year is any, any different, you know, and it just started. Mm -hmm. um, but man, it's, it's, it's really, it's really sad, man. 24 years old. I mean, everyone's obviously probably obviously talking about it. Um, they say he's getting a little better, but he's still in critical condition, you know, ICU. And the fact that he's not breathing on his own, right? Like it's... Uh, yeah, ventilators aren't. That, he, you know, they have the oxygen for him, man. It's, it's, it's tragic, man. Hopefully, you know, hopefully he comes through and um, we'll see, man. Only mm -hmm. time will tell. Yeah, only time will tell. And I don't know, man. It's kind of weird because what really bothered me, no one in the NFL or ESPN was talking about like cardiac arrest or heart attack. They were just gauging the conversation off of concussions, football. So I, I didn't I didn't like that. Like it kind of felt like they didn't want to 
open up the doors for all type of possibilities that could be out there. So I, I was a little struck by that. So for me, it's like, like we get all these reports from like ESPN or NFL. Like I don't, I kind of don't believe they're reporting, dude, because it's all part of the same, same scheme. You know, it's part of their, their organization. So they're going to pull out tabloids and things for the benefit of themselves. That's what any corporation would do. That's what any person would do. But what does ESPN have to do with the NFL? Other than they show the games. You know, I don't I don't think something like... See, I don't, I don't find that skeptical in any way. Because the ones that I was watching from ESPN, they were talking about cardiac arrest. Mm-hmm. But prior to it, they weren't because they hadn't released any information. So you can't go out there and say speculation until you know for sure what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, because you could be liable or you're, you know, spreading misinformation and whatnot. But to me, it all comes down to the source. You know, what's the source? What's the information? Mm-hmm. And checking out that source. Because sometimes if you're getting information from the wrong source or whatever, then it's like, sometimes you could be like, oh, my bad. You know, I think it's 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 very big of someone to be like, okay, I was wrong about this or I understand that. But talk about the source, man. You know, now with with all this, uh, the social networking, man, and the Twitter and all that people... Everyone has an opinion. People could start stuff everywhere, start putting things together. And certain people will buy stuff, you know, from it, whether it's factual or not. Mm. Um, and we know what groups are doing. And then we, we find out there's other groups that are in other countries that are just trying to start fights within people. And they pretend to be American or whatnot, mm. you know, or pretend to be part of a certain group just to get people to fight. But I think it's, you know, it's the individual. And as individuals, we have to be very careful yeah, the information man. we're reading and, you know, make our own decisions, but we should do it based off facts and not just based off what our preconceived notions or whatnot. Absolutely. Always do your research, bro, because but the right no one's going to no one's going to fucking save you, bro. You got to save yourself, man. Right. And like also like there's so much skeptical shit. Like, for example, right in January 1st, you know, the bill AB2098 got passed in California, which is a which is called the Physician Misinformation Bill. So pretty much anytime you go to the doctor and you get prescribed like any type of medication, prescription, vaccine, whatever, the physician doesn't have to tell you anything about adverse reactions, anything about side effects. Because if they provide you that information, they could get their license taken away. Hmm, I don't know, man. It sounds odd. I would have to read up on it, but I know that all the prescriptions, it's by law. It got, it got yeah. approved by our government September 30th, 2022, and it went into effect in January. Well, I'd have to see what the, the literature is on it because by law, all medications come with all the information. I mean, they do it in the commercials. By law, they have to. Not no more in California. No, you're talking specifically about a physician. No, for sure they have to, man. Every commercial you see, don't you see when they promote anything? They have to give you that long thing. It's all there, man. They have to. And then if you have any kind of prescription, you get literature on it. Every time you get it or you do a refill, it gives you all the side effects. It gives you everything. Yeah, but like this is as of this year. No, but you're saying specifically a physician. They're not saying the medication. The, medic- the, the company and the medication, so you don't confuse the things. The medication and the company, they have to release all that information to the consumer. 
all so right. all that all that so is. I'll, I'll send you the, the the thing so you could read on it but they'll pretty much get that shit revoked so I'm not a fan of that I hit up our boy that was on our podcast my MD homie and, uh-huh. and he read the bill and he's like yeah I'm not surprised it's fucking California you know it's bullshit but yeah I'll, I'll send you the link so you can check it out but yeah, yeah. That, stuff like that doesn't that, that shit makes me skeptical yeah it doesn't it's sound not for our benefit yeah, because it does, does sound rational, man, because I think about all the information that is that they have to give you. It's all, but if you're saying specifically a physician, I don't know about that, but all the information would be on the medication and you mm-hmm. provided that literature because that's by law, you know, and it's on the commercials as well. Anytime they promote something, it's yeah. got to be read through. Yeah. What Did you see um, Did you see Dana White get his John Jones on? Fuck, man, that was rough. When I saw, like, the video... And they said he was in Cabo. New Year's Eve. Yeah. I immediately was like, my boy on that white girl. He's on that that cortina, huh? Who knows, man? I don't know. Like, that, he, that was some aggressive behavior right there. Like, yeah, they looked, like, they looked pretty tossed up. I mean, I don't know. She looked a little like uh, his wife. Like, she was a little drunk. He says he was drunk. There was a lot of alcohol. But it was kind of like a blurry video. But the fact that they both hit each other, that was rough, man. Like, for me, like, it looked like she slapped the fuck out of him. And then, like, he slapped her back. And then my immediate thought was, like, okay, you're drunk. You just reacted. And then when he slapped her again, I was like, oh, Dana, you fucked up. And then, like, when she fell and, like, it looked like there was another motion. I'm like, oh, Dana, don't. And I was like, fuck. I don't you know. Fucked man, that was, that you was, fucked up. You fucked up, Dana. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was rough. And he admitted it, man, that, you know, because you, you don't hit a woman, man. Yeah, you know. And that was, man, alcohol. Alcohol and whatever they're on and them getting violent, that's rough. Alcohol is a fucking energy, bro. It's a very toxic energy that consumes you. Yeah. I mean, it's, talk to all the alcoholics, it's man. It's weird, bro. Why do you think there's so many people that, that make themselves sober? Yeah. Because it just, it, just, it, just, it just changes them, man, and they have no control over themselves. But, but dude, it's an I've, addiction. Met, I've met Dana White. I love Dana White. He's a good person. And, you know, I hope everything works out with him and his wife. Right. You know, and I'm and I appreciate him being accountable, apologizing right. immediately after. Right. You know? Yeah, and then one can hopeful that he's just uh regrettable about it, you know, and it sounds like he is. Who knows, man? Who knows what goes on in people's marriages? You know, I yeah, man. I say other than I'm just repeating the same thing that he said, that it's just wrong what he did and he shouldn't have done that. That's yeah, it, man. man. But that's how we learn from mistakes, right? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. That's how we do it. So, man, so I, I picked up... Uh, well, I've had this book, um, the the former heavyweight champ, Yuri. Okay. So, he had this book called... The light, light Heavyweight. He's Light Heavyweight? Light Heavyweight, yeah. Yuri's Light Heavyweight? Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah he beat Grover. Who's the heavyweight champ? Nagano. Oh, you're right. I'm tripping, dog. So I remember he kept promoting this book, The Book of Five Rings. Okay. So I picked it up uh, when he became champ because right. I was really intrigued by him. And, and I remember that's when I had like my little bun and my boy was like, bro, you're like Yuri. And I'm like, then I went on a Yuri bench. So I ended up buying this book. Okay. And it's pretty interesting because it talks about like different fighting styles. It talks about... How if you if you get into this mindset, you could have the 
the power to defeat 10 men. And when you're with 10 people, you have the power to defeat 100 people. And when hmm. you're with 100 people, you have the power to be, defeat 1,000 people. Hmm. It's a very interesting book, bro. Um, I wrote down something really intriguing that I liked. That, that I, that so it's a book shit. about combat, men, mental strength, it's about, tactics? It's about something that I need to work on with myself. It's about strategy. Okay. That's what it's about. So finding your strategy with shit. So it's like broken down. Like one's about like being grounded. One's about attaining strategy. And one one is about water. So the one about water really resonated with me. And I was like, is this where Bruce Lee kind of got this idea from? Because this book is old, bro. This book is from like long ago, man. And what he says that I'm going to share is meet situation without tenseness yet not recklessly your spirit settled yet unbiased even when your spirit is calm do not let your body relax and when your body is relaxed do not let your spirit slacken so like I thought to myself I was like remember when when we would watch UFC a lot religion well we still watch UFC religiously right. but I remember when Frank Mir would come in just too composed, right? And we'd be like, dude, he's too relaxed. He's too lackadaisical. Right. And then he ended up getting dropped all quick. Right. So that's what it made me think about with this book. Like, there, there's got to be like a perfect balance, a perfect zen. Do not let your spirit be influenced by your body or your body influenced by your spirit. So it just breaks stuff down like that in a, in a strategic way. Yeah, man, I so, bet. I mean, so you know, still, I really still in circulation it. after hundreds of years. I mean, this was written, what was it? Was it 1645? That's what it says? I mean, I'm just going through it right now, but it could be wrong. I don't know. We'd have to look it up. But it's by uh, Miyamoto Musashi, who was also a, uh, a Japanese swordsman and samurai. Yeah, so it talks about swords. Like, you got to carry two swords. If you master the long sword... This was written... Let me see the book of five rings. Yeah, let's get the fact on that, when it was written. So it was written when? It was written in 1643. Jeez, and he's, uh, he was an undefeated samurai. So we're talking about like uh, 400 years ago? Almost, yeah. Almost 400 years ago. And it's wild. Like There's this thing where he says, it's like, he's like, don't bend your knees. Just um, engage your core. He's like, you'll be more fluid like that. And he talks about, he's like, never wrinkle the part in between your, your eyebrows and eyes. Hmm. He's like, always keep it neutral. Okay, so you don't like invoke any type of emotion? Yeah. Or whatever? Man. And then you like end up really calm. Like, I need to, you like flow better like that. So I need to get, I need to finish the book. And yeah, because you can apply that to anything in life, right? You can apply that towards anything. That's why life. The Art of War is still one of the, Books that people read for businesses, etc. as well. Mm -hmm. And that's just a strategy, but it's a mindset of philosophy. Mindset of philosophy, absolutely, man. But yeah, yeah, I'm intrigued to finish this. It's a, it's a quick book, bro. It's only 55 pages. Man, the rain's been coming down, right? Quite a bit. Speaking of water. Yeah. Yeah, it's... um, We are in the um, Aquarius here. Okay. So that's why there's going to be a lot of water. Did you see fucking San Francisco? It's flooded. No, but I heard it was coming down over there. They just did a, um, what is it called? A national, when you got to be careful. Emergency? 
the national emergency in California right now. Wow. Yeah, Oof. bro. Like Hayward is fucking flooded, bro. Like ten foot rain right now. Dang. Some wild stuff, man. People it's better, better be careful out right there, man. Now. Hopefully, no one's houses get damaged. Yeah, hopefully not, man. Well, cool, man. Well, on that note, brother, you want to take us out or you got yes. any additional things? Yes, sir. Um, any additional things, bro? Do I got a... Yeah, I got an additional thing right here. Go I got for a, it. I just got a, a saying from this book. All right, let's hear it. What is big is easy to perceive. What is small is difficult to perceive. In short, it is difficult for large numbers of men to change position so their movement can be easily predicted. An individual can easily change his mind, so his movements are so difficult to predict. Mm. So in my head, I'm like, damn, you know? Yeah. You always got to save yourself. Discover your information. Find your shit opposed to being in a high mentality. You know, group thing. Because sometimes we get stuck on that. Right. We lose who we are as ours. We lose our individualism. Right. Because we are our own... We are all our own special character, bro, that brings something beautiful into this world. Absolutely. So on that note, man, be your biggest fan. Live with love. Brother from the same mother. Stay up, up, up.